0: hey there this is tanya wright from the NaturalHomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered organized teachers nurture happy children and create smooth and successful days let's get you closer to your transformation today welcome Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Natural Homeschool Show. I am Tanya Wright from the Homeschool.com and the creator of the Montessori Way Foundation's Framework, which is a six-month program that helps you go on your journey, uh, your Montessori journey, and be successful with confidence and with me as your guide. It is such an amazing program, and I'm so glad that you are here on this show. I have some really, really fun things prepared to show you today. I'm doing something a little different that I've never done before. So I am so excited to try it out with you. So stay tuned. Today, we are talking about some awesome life cycles. As you know, there are life cycles for different Montessori subjects or branches in science. So we're going to talk about those. Those are so fun. But before I get to this really quickly, I want to give you a really quick invitation to two Facebook groups that I have on Facebook that are completely free and that will help you on your journey. If you are a homeschooler, whether you're doing Montessori exclusively or not, anything that you're doing that is homeschool, you're welcome to join the natural homeschool community. Just go to Facebook and on the search window, you're going to type the natural homeschool community and join for free. And if you are actually doing Montessori exclusively, you are welcome to the Montessori Way prep room because those are all things Montessori. If you were a little curious about the philosophy, the method, and all that, and you wanted to join just to see what it was about, you're more than welcome to join. It is great because I share ideas, activities, thoughts, quotes, you know, all of that good stuff that will help you get on your journey. So go join and come right back or write it down the natural homeschool community and the Montessori way prep room so you can join as soon as this training is over I can't wait to see you there. And then I also want to invite you to the weekly emails so whenever I do the trainings uh, the free trainings here every week, I can only do so much, right? I can only go into so much detail without really um, taking up all of your day because there's so much to talk about every topic. So what I do is that I actually uh, send you an email with more information, more in depth about the topic that we talked about that week. So it helps you get a step closer on your journey without you having to go anywhere, but your email. It's right there in your inbox talking about the topic. You learn more. You uh, move a step forward in your journey. So it is very, very exciting that you join there. And I see there and you receive all kinds of good stuff in the email. I don't send you just nonsense, okay? All right. Now, we are ready for our training on life cycles. It's so exciting. Oh, my goodness, guys. I've been looking forward to this training for so long because I love life cycles. I really, really do. I don't know why. It just makes me feel like such a sense of newness in life and, you know, all of that good stuff. And it gives us a purpose in life, right? Because us humans have a life cycle as well. So let's get started. Science can be such a great hands-on subject, especially if the Montessori philosophy is used, right? In the Montessori science curriculum from three to six, which is what we're focusing on right now, children learn best in a specific order. Most of us start with botany, which is a study of plants, but zoology, which is a study of animals, follows closely. In studying life cycles, you can involve both branches zoology and botany. Why? Because there are life cycles for animals, life cycles for plants, and there's so many plants. Both are connected to life cycles. For example, you can study life cycles of different plants, such as the bean, the apple, the pumpkin, and botany. And in zoology, you would go to any life cycle, really, really any animal, big and small, See in the picture, you see the life cycle of a butterfly. But you can do the life cycle of any animal that you want in zoology, any animal that the child is interested in. If they are really into horses or really into cats, you can study the life cycle for that. And one that is very popular is the chicken life cycle. We love that. If you are looking to becoming a centered, organized Montessori guide, nurture happy, normalized children, and you want to create smooth, successful Montessori days, then you are in the right place. Let me know in comments throughout this training what your thoughts are, interact with me. Let me know what you know about this topic, what you have tried, what has worked, what hasn't worked. If you have any questions in the training, I will be happy to answer your questions. So in this training, we will be focusing on how to go about using life cycle activities for Montessori science, whether it is for botany or zoology. Are you ready? let's go to number one. Here's slide number one. Make life activities hands-on, interactive, and fun. It is so important to see that this has to be a priority. It is not only to keep it fun for the children, not at all. Although it is an important part of it, it is not only about it being fun. The reason why you should make sure that these activities are hands-on, interactive and fun and that they are done right is because children learn best when they do things with their hands that is why the Montessori method is so successful because most if not all of their activities are hands-on and interactive they actually help the child turn their brain on and start using it it's not something that they go on autopilot it actually helps the child think and reason learn how to think, learn how to learn, and interact with the material. It's wonderful to watch. For example, instead of giving a child a plant life cycle worksheet, think about maybe, you know, getting a life cycle art or craft for the chicken life cycle, for example. And uh, I'm going to show you in a minute something very, very special. So I'm going to stop sharing the screen and I'm going to Share this screen. I've never done this before, so it is very, it's very cool. Let me find it real fast. Here we go. I'm finding it there. Oh, no, not that one. This one. Okay. I am going to be sharing with you my website. So, this is the naturalhomeschool.com. You come to the website, and right here on the right side, you're going to see. A search window. Do you see where it says life cycle up here? You're going to go to the naturalhomeschool.com and go to that search window and type life cycle. Life cycle. And as soon as you hit return on that, you're going to see all of these activities. This is the newest one on life cycles that we have, but we have three pages long, full of life cycle activities. So here's the latest one the soybean plant life cycle for kids, the felt craft this is the actual bundle for the soybean studies for the life cycle. We have, let me show you the chicken life cycle craft with kids. It's so fun. We used river rocks to make that one and create the life cycle that way to make it hands-on, beautiful, and interactive. Here's the coloring book for the butterfly life cycle. Here's the life cycle for the moth activities. We have so many. Three pages, I think, if I'm if I'm correct, I can't remember. There are so many things, so many resources. If you go to the naturalhomeschool.com and search life cycle, there are so many resources here that you can go. And I'm just showing you screen sharing my, my site here uh, real quick, just so you can see all of this information, all the different activities that we've got. We do a lot of butterfly, moth. Uh, we like the chicken life cycle. It's really pretty. We do the frog life cycle as well. Can you see it? The frog life cycle resources. Here's more on the frog. There are many creative ideas. So you guys can go to naturalhomeschool.com and search life cycle. It's going to take you directly to all the life cycle activities that we have. It is so, so awesome. So I hope that this is helpful for you because uh, I, we have been putting these resources together for so many years, and I really want uh, you to, to know that we are ready to share with you on our site everything that that we have put together for life cycles, okay? So here is our first slide again. I'm going to share with you a quote by Maria Montessori. She wrote, scientific observation then has established that education is not what the teacher gives. Education is a natural process spontaneously carried out by the human individual and is acquired not by listening to words, but by experiences upon the environment. And that is why we aim to make these life cycle activities hands-on, interactive, and fun for children. Make sure that you keep that in mind when you're putting yours together, okay? Now, let me see real fast. Let's go to point number two. Make life cycle activities visual, realistic, and pleasing to the eye. This is very important. Do you think that children would enjoy, for example, to make a life cycle craft, just like the one that I showed you a minute ago out of river rocks, or just filling out a worksheet? Yes, they will learn both ways, but how do you think they will uh, learn the best and retain the information the best? When it's visual, right? When it's pleasing to the eye. Anything that gets children thinking, moving and reading is great. Butterfly Lifecycle printable book is a good example because they can see it, they can touch it, they can turn the pages, they can color the pictures. It is not just a busy work activity keep things lovely attractive and make sure that they spark a sense of curiosity in children i love to use the printable wheels that are let me show you real quick i have one right here here is my life cycle bundle and i keep it in a pouch that is in a binder so i can easily access it whenever i need to set it up for the children i have the handwriting pages i have the books the printable books and i also have the printable wheels these are two paper circles. You cut and you overlap like this. You hold them together with a brad. You see the brad right here in the middle? The brad holds these two together. You have the life cycle of the butterfly. So when you are teaching children about the life cycle, here's the eggs, here's the caterpillar, and it just keeps turning and turning. And as the children turn clockwise, they learn about the butterfly life cycle. So it's simple. It's beautiful. It's something you can make at home or you can get from our bundle. It doesn't matter. It is visual. It is realistic. It's got real pictures of the caterpillar and the chrysalis and the butterfly. So it makes it very realistic and very um, approachable to children. Each time the window moves to a new section, the new part of the life cycle is revealed. So it is a very special thing to do, especially because we know that life cycles go in circles. So it just keeps going and going and going. And that makes it really fun for children. So that is just one example that you can use for uh, the life cycle activities that are visual. Another quote by Maria Montessori is, we especially need imagination in science. It is not all mathematics, nor is it all logic, but it is somewhat beauty and poetry. So in science, we also need beauty and we also need poetry. And the life cycle of the butterfly is such a beautiful one. I want to encourage you that if you want to start with life cycles, probably start with either the life cycle of the plant or the life cycle of the butterfly. Those two are very, very attractive to children. Although you can do everything. If you want to do a life cycle every season for zoology and for botany, you will love to do the apple and pumpkin in the fall, the, those life cycles are really fun to do. And so you can definitely pick out different life cycles that match the different seasons or the weather that you're, that you're going through, or maybe even holidays. You can do the life cycle of the polar bear in winter, and you can do the life cycle of a fish in summer because you're in water all the time. So you just get creative and make sure that you show the children that not all life cycles are the same. They might be similar, but they're not the same. When you make these realistic and you show them real pictures of the life cycles, then children will be very impressed, very excited to see real pictures of the different creatures and the different plants that they are learning about. So give me a few seconds and we will be right back. I'm going to talk to you, show you, not talk to you, but show you uh, the latest life cycle activity that we did, which is the soybean felt activity and i want to show you a video of it real fast so you get a visual of what you can do to make it great interactive and fun it's easy to do very very easy you can go to the blog post i will give you the link to that as soon as we get back so let me show you this real fast All right. So there it is. It is a great and easy craft that you can make, and the children will love to put it together over and over and over again. And I just want you to know that you can make that so easily, and it's very inexpensive. Uh, and it goes really, really well with the soybean life Cycle bundle that we have at the shop. So I just put the, the link to it in case you were interested in it but you absolutely cannot um, miss out on making that felt craft. It is so beautiful. And you know what is more fun? When you put all the pieces to the side on a tray and the children start putting it together piece by piece. It is absolutely awesome to watch. They remember the steps and the best part is that they are labeling it, which takes me to slide number three. If you were interested in looking at the soybean, at the soybean, uh, let me find it real fast. The soybean craft, go to the naturalhomeschool.com and either search soybean or search felt craft, and you will see it right there. But I am also, I just grabbed the link and I'm going to put it here. It is slash, and then there's a, a long tail link over there that you can see. The easiest way to find it quickly would be to go to thenaturalhomeschool.com and search for soybean or search for life cycle like I showed you or search for felt craft. Either way, you will find it. It is beautiful. You just saw the picture of it. And it is so easy. I take you step by step by step on how to make this craft. And the best part is you have all those pieces and the children can practice it hands on, beautiful, visual, interactive over and over and over. But let's talk about the third important piece about life cycles. The important piece here is, yes, make it visual. Yes, make it beautiful. Yes, make it interactive and all of that good stuff. We also have to make them clearly educational. Remember that making things hands on doesn't make them Montessori necessarily. Remember that making activities lovely and pleasing to the eye alone does not make them Montessori, right? Yes, Montessori activities are all those things, but they also must be educational. They must have at least one main aim for learning. They must be connected to at least one Montessori academic subject, and they must teach the child something. Keep in mind that whenever you're going to make something related to life cycles, okay? Don't just make a cute butterfly craft. That might help the child learn an art skill, maybe an art technique, or practice fine motor skills. That's great, but this won't teach the child about the actual life cycle of the butterfly if you just make a craft of a butterfly. So include more stages of the life cycle, even if you keep it really simple for toddlers, all right? Remember that it's not just about the animal itself, it's about the life cycle of the animal. It's not just about the plant, it's about the life cycle. So remember to include several stages and make it clearly educational with terms and information, not just make a craft, beautiful butterfly and then it's done you could if you have toddlers for example maybe three-year-olds that have a short attention span you could break up the activity into four So one day they focus on the leaf with the eggs, the next day they focus on the caterpillar, the third day they focus on the chrysalis, and the last day they focus on the butterfly. And then on the fifth day, you put it all together to where they see the final life cycle. And that is where you're introducing the bulk of the life cycle information. And that is what makes it clearly educational. So you can get creative, you can do different things, but Make sure that it's always having that educational aspect, all right? It's not just about cutesy, hands-on stuff. It is really something that children will learn from, all right? I want to make sure that I make that very clear. It's not all hands-on only. It's not all visual only. You also have to make it educational where children are learning something. When they walk away, they're able to tell you what that main aim of the lesson was. There's a quote by Maria Montessori that I want to share with you. This one is a little long, so perk your ears up and listen up. It says, Maria Montessori said, Our work is not to teach, but to help the absorbent mind in its work of development. How marvelous it would be if by our help, if by an intelligent treatment of the child, if by understanding the needs of his physical life and by feeding his intellect, we could prolong the period of functioning of the absorbent mind. So remember, by making these activities educational, you're feeding that intellect, you are prolonging the period of functioning of that absorbent mind, because they will be inquisitive, they will be curious, they will be interested, and they will be learning. So in conclusion, I hope that you will find it interesting and important to include these lessons, these three points about today's uh, life cycle subject into your Montessori day. Include life cycles into your list of things to do throughout the year, make it fun schedule different things for different subjects, uh, or different topics. For example, you can do botany one time and zoology another time, or you can do one of each together that go together. For example, um, horses love carrots or rabbits love carrots and horses love apples. You could do those two together, learn about the life cycles and say, oh, and by the way, rabbits love carrots. So we're learning about those two together and things like that. You can connect them to different subjects, to different, um, seasons that you're going through, or maybe even holidays. You can connect them to holidays as well. The weather and all of that good stuff. I love to do the pumpkin life cycle in the fall, for example. That's just one example, okay? You don't have to do too many all at once, but I would do at least one botany and one zoology life cycle Every few months, just to keep that life cycle information going and connecting the dots where children see the realistic pictures and they are learning more and more about their world. So, go to the naturalhomeschool.com and make sure that you um, search for life cycle there. Go to the naturalhomeschool.com, the search window is at the top right. You will type in life cycle and you will find three pages or so of life cycle activities, crafts, printables, things that we have done throughout the years that I think you will love. And if you did want to go to get the bundles of the actual life cycles, we have the parts of a seed, we have the soybean plant, we have the moth, the butterfly, the frog, do you just go to shop.thenaturalhomeschool.com and search for life cycle, or you go to the science tab, and you will find all of those there. But like I said, we have so many on the blog as well. If you wanted something simple and easy and go straight to the point, get the bundle, then this is for you. And I hope that today's training has helped you spark that interest and that, um, you know, just wanting to do something really, really fun for children with life cycles and make them visual, hands-on education, and all of that good stuff. So don't forget that there are many different ways that you can make life cycles fun for children, but not just fun, educational as well. It is very, very important. All right, thank you so much for being here. I will see you next week with another awesome topic, and I hope that this one helped. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave them in the comments below, and I will get notification and come back look at those so have a wonderful day and I will see you next week I appreciate you sharing time with me today you have tons of choices about what you're listening to and I love that you chose the natural homeschool show thank you well that's it for today until next time this is Tanya Wright with the natural homeschool.com I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.